0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Ox Tacos Podcast. Today, we have a special guest, Dane, who's a... Uh,
1: Community uh, Service Coordinator for Artscape Toronto, Inc.
0: At the Witchwood Barnes. So let's get started into the interview. So today, we're going to be asking around 10 questions, and we should have a great time. So our first question is, what interested you about art in the first place?
1: Um, that's a great question, and a really, like, deep-reaching one. Um, I uh, began dabbling in art uh, as a youth, probably around the same age as you too. Mm -hmm. Um, Just like drawing, painting, exploring and creating um, in all different ways. Uh, And then as I uh, began to try and figure out like how to build a career out of that, I discovered the world of like museums and art galleries and how talking about art with individuals is in itself its own kind of creative format. Um, And I enjoyed that way more than actually creating art. So that's where I kind of found um, this world, was teaching and uh, learning with other individuals about art. And that's one of the many things that I uh, find interesting within what we do here at Artscape.
0: Interesting. Have you been to any exhibits abroad or just in Canada?
1: Um, abroad, I've traveled a bit through the United States, so I have a background in United States history as oh, well wow. too, wow. Um, but not outside of the continent, no.
0: Okay. And which state was this? Like,
1: uh, I mean, Washington DC has some really interesting and like dark history. Um, New York City has lots of cool um, contemporary art and historic art to explore. Um, I just have quite, quite the fascination um, with like impressionist work and uh, early modern work as well too. So there's lots of that in those spaces, um, but I'm not, I'm not a big traveler, so I can't say uh, much more than that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Very nice. So our second question, what has led you, what has led you to the artscape?
1: Yeah, so some of what I was saying there is that, like, I enjoy um, working with individuals and helping um, provide space to talk about art, particularly with individuals who don't have a background of art uh, and and history in their own, like, personal experience. So trying to create access. So um, a huge part of what uh, Artscape does is provide community access and then Artist access as well to oh. to those individuals. So trying to bridge barriers and um, create spaces for success in that way. So I really enjoy helping um, make those spaces interesting and flourish, and then bringing in different artists. So a huge part of what we do here is um, hallway galleries out of other buildings. This building um, having events and um, tenant led uh, programming as well too. So like our arts markets and whatnot.
0: You talked a lot about barriers, right? Mm-hmm. And of all the barriers, whether economic or just, you know, content production mm-hmm. for you, like what's the biggest barrier that art faces today or our producers face
1: today? That is really great. I would say economic is probably one of the like most like challenging barriers uh, when we look at a post-pandemic world. So convincing people to pay for art can be challenging. Um convincing, uh, individuals that art is not, um, of a specific like class or like personhood interest. So like anyone can be interested in art. You don't have to have money to be interested in art. Um, and then also convincing artists, um, to ask for what they need. Supplies cost money, space costs money, um, all of these different, like, ways to actually project your message out has uh, impact so you have to consider what you actually need so paying yourself is something we try to really advocate for here as well too and um yeah when it comes to barriers definitely economic is the one we're constantly hitting first and then Mm -hmm. trying to figure out from there
0: cool So on like more like genre to genre type thing you touched Mm -hmm. on like modernism Mm -hmm. um surrealism is quite nice as well Mm so in your in your mindset What is your favorite? Well, personally, what is your favorite Mm -hmm. art genre?
1: I mean, personally, that's a funny question because like I since coming back into the visual art world, haven't actually gotten to like really like explore exhibitions that are in the city. It's been like work, work, work. But um, I'm a really big fan of like uh, early modern um, like storytelling work. So like William Hogarth. created etchings that like talk about the like do's and don'ts of society and i just love seeing like how the world functions come across in art so you can like tell practical stories there
0: very nice mm-hmm. so our third question what is your what what is your facility in the art escape what is your role
1: okay um so this is like a funny thing to explain because um it's quite broad and and like amorphous it's always changing um but essentially I work in a department called community services. So that means we're servicing our general communities. So like you guys who are in the area and like use the facility, Um, but also our tenant and owner communities. So the people who uh, rent in our spaces, own in our spaces, live in our spaces, they also need programming. So that's a big chunk of what I do. I help communicate with them, um, create programming for them, find funding and, um, Basically like spearhead ideas of theirs as well, too
0: Whoa. So how would someone propose an idea for example, like Christian over here does a lot of you know voice acting a lot of acting yes. singing Just everything, you know plays the guitar does a lot of these things. So how'd he come up to you with an idea? How do you propose such an idea?
1: I Sometimes I just get an email and I try and figure it out from oh. there like the our tenants we try and have really friendly um, like open relationship with them. But one um, aspect of what makes this building interesting is that we offer the tenants um, a rental per year for free. So there is obviously a monetary value to the space. Um, That's how we keep the lights on and whatnot. (laughs) But um, we try and give tenants, again, uh, access to the space, overcoming the barrier of finance. Um, And that's one way that we would support a tenant in if they came to us with an ask, like, how do I want to film a music video? Okay, so how can we make that work in our space? How can we fit that in with what we can offer you? Do I know of any grants that are upcoming that might be helpful? Can I help you with a letter of, um, uh, a letter of support, which is a common term in the field mm-hmm. where we mm-hmm. say like, we think what they do is excellent and we know they'll be successful wow. essentially. So those are some of the ways we might approach and ask like that. That's mm-hmm. awesome
0: because everyone mm-hmm. really needs a helping hand. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we go ahead. Thank you. You guys <laughs> help out the community a lot, which is very nice. Thank
1: yeah.
0: you. Honestly. <laughs> um our next question is do you have a favorite artist?
1: Um you know, no. I can't I can't say off the top of my head a specific artist that I think is my favorite. I mentioned William Pogarth earlier. Um but there are a lot of Canadian artists that okay. I can't name in the moment that I think are um, probably really important to mention here. Um, And I'm just not thinking of them. But there are like tons and tons of contemporary Canadian artists that are working right now um, in spaces that I think we don't talk about enough.
0: So, What about the Group of Seven? Uh,
1: I've worked in a facility that has a lot of Group of Seven work and it's like quite interesting enough it's like the number one let's talk about this group of artists. they're like, yeah, they're excellent. They're a staple of what we talk about here. Um, they cover a really wide breadth of Canadians with vast majority white men. Um, also, Painters 11 was a group that came out of that idea of forming Canadian groups of artists. And their work, I think I appreciate more. So it's hmm. what we would call abstraction. Um, and it's like fun colors, smears and drips and whatnot. Um, and I think I appreciate that period in art more than than the group of seven a lot of Mm -hmm. creativity
0: involved too yes Mm -hmm. that's the beauty Mm -hmm. of art you can create anything and you make it nice Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah
0: so fifth question no six six sorry guys did you study art in university
1: i did not i have a Bachelor's of um, Arts, History. Um, so I specialized in history, um, but then after that, I went on to study museum and art gallery mm-hmm. um, studies as a postgraduate.
0: And you studied school there.
1: Um, I did my bachelor's at Trent University in Peterborough, and then I did my museum and gallery studies postgraduate at um, Georgian College, so a newer program. Very
0: mm-hmm. yes. nice. Mm-hmm. And did you gain anything like something that still remains in your head today from the experience
1: it's funny this job specifically reaches beyond a lot of what i learned in school but it's it's always hilarious to me the little things that pop up day to day where like (laughs) oh i never thought i would curate artwork again and then we've come into a situation where we have to curate something so i've got to pull those skills or um we sometimes we hang artwork sometimes we have got to calculate fees for things that it's just very outside of the day-to-day that we do. Um, and those are the things that kind of come up from that educational background.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And I'm sure you've already analyzed like all the transitions and all the periods of art, you know, all the eras.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I actually don't have an art history um, degree. It's just something I enjoy studying so, quite a perfect. bit. Um, yes.
0: Yeah. So it was more of like a leisure thing
1: or? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, definitely a, par- a part of, I think, of what tells like history's story so well is art. So it bleeds into that um, kind of continuously. Um, but then also just like exploring art as a form of like education, as I talked about a lot there. That's kind of where my interest in contemporary art comes from.
0: Like personally, my favorite art piece is like mm-hmm. Pablo Picasso's, I think it's 1936, his painting of Guernica.
1: Mm-hmm. That's very specific. It's very specific, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it's
0: it's a really interesting painting. Mm -hmm. We're not going to go into the deep meanings between that. It's like a whole different episode, right? (laughs) Right,
1: right.
0: (laughs) But yeah, so moving on. um, We're talking about the artscape. How do you see the artscape and this physical facility moving on in the next few years?
1: Well, funnily enough, um this building is in its 15th year right now um so it's 15th anniversary is coming up in november so a huge part of what this building is gearing up for is what that means in the physical so like you know, keeping the building uh, in working order, but then also what that means in um, a community and tenant perspective. So celebration um, and figuring out how we highlight the amazing impact the building's had since it opened. So much of what the building is right now is the impact that it had before it was transformed into a community and cultural hub, Um, the TTC history, And it's space within the Witchwood area specifically, but we want to really emphasize what the artists and the organizations here have done. So that's a big, like big step we're taking moving forward. We're talking about like art exhibitions and music performances nothing set in stone yet but we're working on some of those ideas. Um, Artscape in general is definitely uh, focusing on our community and cultural hubs more and, and trying to reintegrate them into the space that they are so getting the community back into them. Um, a lot of these spaces were closed through the pandemic so just making sure we're actually impacting the people that we we want to be impacting um, so we do that here at Witchwood Barns, at Artscape Westing Commons, which is out in the West End, Young Place, Artscape Young Place, which is in the West Green West area, Daniel Spectrum, which is in Regent Park, and oh, yeah. um, Artscape Gibraltar's Point, which is on the island. Oh. So we're really, those are like a big focus of what we're, we're nailing in at Artscape right Is now. there
0: like a prospective mm-hmm. date for when this is going to happen? The 15-year celebration? or?
1: Um, We're looking at September because the weather will still be nice. and This building is a very weather dependent building. Um, But again, we're we're in the planning phases right now. So trying to figure out um, like we've talked about funding to make all of this happen. Um, A big aspect of what people don't think about in a building like this is that it was funded by the community in a very generous and rigorous way. Like, There's a lot of involvement, huge list of donors um, in the building. Uh, But those were donations that were made. To get it up off the ground and now we have to continue to operate it year over year so having money to celebrate that kind of um rejuvenation of the space definitely um we have to actually earn that money so (laughs) yes pending funding hopefully (laughs) september amazing Mm -hmm.
0: okay our next question what type of events and showcases does the artscape normally host
1: this venue specifically it's a lot of weddings corporate functions like dinners and award ceremonies. Um, but it also is really well um, spaced for vendor markets. So the weekly farmers market mm-hmm. on Saturdays, um, we also host a tenant driven arts market three times a year. So that fits in the space really well, but there's lots of other markets to come in mom markets and we hosted a disability market last year. Um, there's lots of uh, vendor space here. So.
0: Mm-hmm. And you know, for these exhibits right mm-hmm. um, they normally take place in the main area over there or mm-hmm. outside or how does it
1: so artscape is the building outside is a city park actually um, but we work with the city on hosting events outside of the building too but what we rent to corporations and vendor markets is the space just outside of our office mm-hmm. here what we call barn 2
0: okay cool mm-hmm. and like if it was like a wedding would, would you guys do it like inside the hall or like outside?
1: It depends on what they're looking for. So the main space that we offer is that the hall there, oh. so barn too, um, but the courtyard outside on Christie Street is also oh. an option. And then you can get park permits as well too. Um, we work with the city for that.
0: So are weddings quite common or?
1: Yeah, people really like the brick. They like the yeah. old <laughs> rustic. Um, they like the lighting, the open airiness of the space. So, yeah, it's definitely a popular wedding venue. I got an email today from a, 20, uh, from a 2025 bride, so, like, years in advance. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: Amazing. Uh, so, our penultimate question is the following. Mm-hmm. Um, if someone is new to learning about the artscape, what would you suggest them learn or visit first?
1: Um. We have a really amazing resource online called Artscape DIY, which has um, really extensive case studies on all of our buildings. So if you're interested in urban planning and city development, that's where like the really nitty gritty information is about what our buildings do, how they became to be, because there's lots of consultation um, and conversation that goes into them. Um, But just, I would say this time of year, probably visiting Daniel Spectrum is a really great opportunity. It's like a a really Vibrant arts driven building in Regent Park that actually serves that community really, really well. Um, I think it has a really amazing spectrum of tenants within it that like impact people. When you walk in, there's the children's book bank, so like a food bank, but for books that you get to walk away with. Um, There's music school, art school, um, youth employment opportunities, and um, two different theater groups. It's like very, very vibrant, and I think it's functioning for the community right now. So that's a great place to start just to see what what artscape is really trying to do.
0: It's amazing because there's different ways you guys bring the community together
1: mm-hmm.
0: and not only just bringing the community together once again like giving them a helping hand to exactly. know, continue on their own right because mm-hmm. even us right for this podcast to start, we've had that many helping hands and we appreciate you coming on today I really really appreciate it thank you So for our final question final question we ask you Dan how does the artscape help? aspiring artists.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, So a term we use is emerging or an even more like recent term is new generation artists. So usually artists from the age of 15 to 30 is what we lump into that um, group. And uh, this building specifically with the age of it and the space that we have, there's not a lot of emerging artists within it, but we are starting to see emerging artists come up in our residential side. So there are units where people live here (laughs) um, but specifically most of our emerging artists program um, come out of Artscape Daniel's Launchpad which is our entrepreneurial hub so it's like studios you can rent on the short term it's co-working spaces it's got a full podcast studio far more fancy than our office Um, it's got full VR um, filming studio it's got a wood shop metal shop it's like it's quite the space um, and that's where I find most of our emerging artists community um ends up going so daniel's launchpad yes artscape daniel's launchpad yes. very nice it's thank down you. on the waterfront uh 130 queen's key so like at sugar beach essentially wow. mm-hmm.
0: any, any last words yeah.
1: <laughs> well just thank you guys for coming out and i hope uh people learn something about what we do and and this encourages individuals to come and, and hang out in the building as well too
0: Awesome. Mm-hmm. So awesome. Thank you so much, Fane. Thank mm-hmm. you for being on the show. Yeah,
1: of course. <laughs> thank and you.
0: if someone mm-hmm. like wants to search up your work, like is there a mm-hmm. website they can go on?
1: Um artscape.ca is kind of our one place for everything. Mm-hmm. There is a Witchwood Barnes website specifically, but it is less up to date than artscape.ca. Right. So.
0: well thank you everyone mm-hmm. for tuning in. We appreciate your support. Mm-hmm. And on to the next episode. Take thank care, you. guys.